Hey, welcome everybody. This is Craig from the Google Educator Group New Zealand, and I'm here with Dr. Michael Harvey. Good to see you, Michael. G'day. Great to have you here. You're a Merge Cube ambassador for New Zealand, aren't you? Indeed, I do. Oh, I am, and here's my Merge Cube to prove it. <laughs> Me too. There we go. It's awesome. Hey, look, we're delighted to have you here. So you've just been overseas, though, for a few years teaching, haven't you? Yeah, I've had uh, two years in Nanjing in China uh, and then just recently three years uh, in Malaysia. But I decided to call it a day uh, because I've been in lockdown for um, a year and decided I need to go to a country where there isn't lockdowns. Oh, oh there's irony. <laughs> Welcome home. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hey, well, great to have you back in the country. And obviously, this is put on by Google Education Group New Zealand. And in New Zealand, we have one Google Education Group for the whole country with a great team of leaders and innovators from around the world who are back here home in New Zealand as well. Um, I spent seven years in Indonesia and my last six months were in semi-lockdown as well. So it's great to be home, great to be near family, great to be plugged back into the New Zealand education system and also plugging back into the Google Education Network. So I do just want to say hello to our Google educators that are joining us on YouTube, on LinkedIn and on Facebook as well. We've got some hellos in the chat on different platforms, mostly on YouTube at the moment though, Michael. So we can see Martur Quaid and um, also Angela Lee. Angela Lee's on the uh, leadership team of Google Education Group. Matua Quaid is uh, part of Team Tipu at Panama Road School. We've also got Jane Dold, who's the principal of Panama Road School, is on here as well. And we've got someone from Ghana, Citizen Ghana. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Welcome, friend. Good buddy, yeah. Good buddy yeah. of yours? Indeed, yeah. We um, collaborate, collaborate globally on different things through the STGs. Yeah. Fantastic. Wonderful to have so many people joining us from, from around the world and different nationalities. It's great to have Angela here. She's a great innovator, Google certified innovator, and on our leadership team for GEG as well. So without holding up things too much, because this is going to be short and sharp and snappy and making sure that our educators who have been working hard to make learning happen during a lockdown situation, uh, we want to make sure we jump into learning from you. Dr. Harves as soon as possible. But what I'd like to do is to just share a little screen here so that people can um, know how to get hold of you and get hold of me going forward as well. So we've got some slides. If you've got a pen and paper or a pen uh, and a pad, then you may like to write down bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash G-E-G merge intro. And on this one set of slides, I've got the contact details for Michael the contact details for us. We've got the GEG New Zealand Facebook link as well, connected to the logo. We've also got um, the connection to the slides that Michael will be sharing as well as he does his introduction and his presentation as well. So everything's actually on this one slide set. So you can see that on the screen right now, bit.ly forward slash GEG merge intro. Hey, Wayne, good to see you here as well. Hey, Javed, good to see you. Wonderful. So we've got some people on LinkedIn, Wayne and Javed as well, and a lot of people on YouTube right now. This is fantastic. So I'm on a different screen for my presentation, so I'm just going to click over there. So on the intro slides that you'll have access to, uh, yep, Ken Kim, I will actually do that. I will put the, the link to the slides uh, actually on YouTube. 
and I will post it on Facebook and on LinkedIn as well to the intro slides for you, okay? And if you're registered, you might not have registered because you might have just heard about this and joined us, but if you're registered, you would have got an email with the link and everything as well. So on the slides that I will put the link out there with, we've got the contact details for Michael and got contact details for me as well. And as you heard in the intro, Michael's back in New Zealand after teaching internationally, and me too. And we, I discovered we're both doctors. <laughs> Someone has a heart attack, I can't really help. I don't know. Can you? No, I can't really do much. No. I can call the doctor, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I know how to do one, one, one. I could help someone with that. Yeah. So <laughs> you'll find the contact details on the slides, everybody. And just before we start, what I'd love to do is to give you some quick little ideas from the Google Education Group on how you can use simple Google tools for classroom things that we do every single day, just before we jump into the merge cubes. Okay, so I'm going to share my screen. I'm going to share the whole screen so I won't know what's going on. So Michael's going to tell me, yes, Craig, I can see your screen. Okay. Yes, Craig, can? I can see the screen. Yep. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So just a simple thing that you might like to do, if you're doing some comparisons and maybe in social sciences, you're looking to see a comparison of the use of words and languages and concepts and topics, how they have increased in usage over time. You can think of some scientific words, maybe some naughty words, uh, as students sometimes do, but there are words that are found in books now that were not found in books in the 1800s. And Google has had this project to scan and use OCR, character recognition, on books right back from the start of books being printed right back up to today, scanning millions of books so that they can be searched and become accessible for the world. And what this allows us to do through the Ngram Viewer is actually identify concepts and words that were present when. When were they present? Were they present in the 1800s? Maybe something like mobile phone was not present in the 1800s. So you can type in a concept in the Ngram Viewer, and the link is on the slides, and you can put in multiple different concepts or words, and they will appear on the Ngram Viewer, and you can see the increasing usage of those words, and that's just one example of something that we all use every single day and see how it's risen in usage and documentation. Next thing, in the classroom, you know as we're doing lessons online using Google Meet and we're discussing with kids and maybe we're doing simulations and mathematics and maybe you want to do a roll of the dice. So if you just type into Google roll dice, you end up with a dice roll like this and you can roll it and it will auto-magically, according to Google, roll and you don't just have a single style of dice to roll. You can choose a 10-sided one and roll it and compare it you can also have a 20-sided one and roll them and compare them. And I thought that was pretty cool anyway, but then I started having a look around and I clicked this down arrow. And then I noticed there's flip a coin, meditate calculator, and I really like this one because in New Zealand, of course, we do lotto. There's a spinner and you can spin it and you can do probability. And with the kids, it would be a nice way to do like a, a crowd breaker, a warm-up, an icebreaker. And you can change the numbers on the wheel. So maybe you have six kids who have just jumped online and you're doing, okay, who's going to share their day? 
Okay, number two, David, you can share. So you can do the spinner. Now, there's a range of different things just by typing in spinner or roll dice, and all of these will pop up. So there's games and toys and tools. So I just wanted to let you know about that. And one of the things that we regularly use, because we might be doing activities while we're in lockdown and while we're doing a class in Google Meet, is we might need a good old timer. And so you can adjust the length by typing in the length. And you can type in how many minutes, how many seconds. Let's say five seconds, push the start, and you can even make it full screen, and it will count down for however long the student should be doing an activity. All right. So simple tools, roll dice, timer, spinner, and the engram viewer for looking at concepts over time. All right, Michael, sir, Mr. Merge, going to hand it over to you. <laughs> and once okay. more, just thank you so much for doing this session for New Zealand and our Google Education Group. Over to you. Not a problem. Okay, I'll share my screen. And there we go. We'll just go through the inception phase, which usually happens. And you should be able to now see my presentation, though I can't see you all now. Got it. All good? Okay, so... Today, or this evening, we're going to look at teaching with Merge with Dr. Harves. Cooler than absolute zero, uh, part of my YouTube channel as well. Actually, one of my things in Malaysia is I was talking to the students and they said, Sir, you need a brand. So we spent um, a week designing my brand as a class. Um, and that's what they come up with, Dr. Harves, cooler than absolute zero. Um, so as mentioned, um, I've been a Merge Cube ambassador now for two years. Uh, roughly, um, I presented at uh, ISTE, the International Society of Technology and Education, when we used to be able to travel, um, and that was in Philadelphia, around the use of Merge and AR and VR. And just a little bit about me further on, uh, there's me in my uh, Merge goggles uh, and my Merge Cube Ambassador shirt, which is actually now stuck in a box between Singapore and New Zealand, so uh, it's, it's on its way again. Um, and that's a little bit about me. Uh, I'm a senior science teacher and digital leader at Marlborough Boys College here in uh, New Zealand in Blenheim. Uh, my educational background is that I have a, a BSc and an MSc in biochemistry from Waikato uh, and a PhD in organic synthesis from the Australian National University in Canberra, so I'm a bit of a science nerd. Uh, I got my PGCSE uh, in Victoria and also I have a diploma of digital and collaborative learning from uh, Unitech. So, um, sorry, it is Google, um, but two of my favorite learning tools are actually Sway and, and Flipgrid. Um, Flipgrid especially is a great way to um, have the students express their knowledge in different ways. And what's the best bit of advice that I've ever received? Uh, I always ask for forgiveness, not permission, okay? So, which is quite important when I'm using new technology in the classroom. If it works, then senior leadership love me. If it doesn't, then we just don't talk about it. And if you want to follow me, um, then you can follow me at Dr. Underscore Harves on Twitter. Okay, so I'd just like to start off with a quick pipiha, um, about, a little about me. So, uh, ko titarangi te moanga, um, so titaranga, takarangi is my mountain. Uh, ko tūranga nui akiwa te moana, so um, basically Poverty Bay is my, my ocean. Ko Waipoa te awa, so Waipoa is my river. Uh, ko Naki Pākehā te iwi, so I'm a Pākehā, 
and call Manatuki Te Marae. So Manatuki, which is about 10 kilometers away from Gisborne, is where my Marae is based. Uh, call Harvey Taku Whanau and call Michael Taka Ingoa. So the two applications, <coughs> which are, I think, quite pertinent for education, are the Merge Object Viewer and the Merge Explorer. And we'll have a little demonstration from my beautiful assistant later in the evening uh, of the um, Object Explorer uh, or Merge Explorer. The first one we're looking at is the Merge Object Viewer. And we're going to use an example in the classroom of how you can actually apply it. Um, the advantage, and we just found this out uh, in the last, well, just, I've just made this change in the last three months, is that the beauty of this is you no longer require a merge cube. And we will try and model that when we try out the Explorer. You can switch between cube and world mode. I prefer that the students use the cube um, because it allows them to experience it kind of, kind of viscerally in their hands and, and play with the object. Um, but you can also place objects in the four on a table, um, on a pedestal right in the app. Okay, so with the object viewer, there's a whole range of different objects um, that they can select from a range of different 3D object libraries. They can also upload their own. So if you're into 3D printing, um, they can actually make the 3D model first, say in something like Tinkercad or another application called CoSpaces, which we won't go through today, but it's quite a very, a very powerful uh, tool. They can upload that and then they can stamp their images all over the place in the 3D world, but in virtual kind of augmented reality. That's Object Viewer. Okay, so the way potentially you could use Object Viewer, and again, it will be in the slides anyway, so um, you can use the Object Viewer to basically, well, the students can, to collect artifacts, and they can curate their own AR museum collection. Um, one powerful free app, um, which you can access is known as Clone, Q-L-O-N-E. It's a Singaporean application. And what that does is that you can have any object, you put it on the mat, you can see here, and then using your mobile phone device, your iPad, um, you can actually render that in three dimensions and actually upload it onto the object viewer. And the beauty of it, in the last week, I've been informed that, you know, even need a mat anymore okay so for those doctor who fans out there you can see that that's the tardis and you can actually um have that object rendered in 3d the tardis object uh, rendered in 3d and the students can create their own collections um, being a member of SD, i was quite intrigued of how you could use this so walking around the hall two years ago when we could go outside into the world um, there was a hawaiian educator and what he was doing is his students were essentially uh, collating all the cultural artifacts um, that they had access to as, as um, so for example, spears and clubs, and actually curating a, uh, a historical record of all these actual artifacts in the 3D realm. Okay, so that means that um, their ancestors could actually see um, what these objects were. That's just one example. Just create, the students can create endless collections of artifacts from any subject. I just use history as the example. Okay, so here's the example I'd use from history. Okay, so what you can do with the merge cube, well, yep, so you can form student groups, okay? They basically can download two or three 3D objects related to the subject you're teaching, or they could create their own through, say, Sketch, Fab, or through Tinkercad. 
Um, they can then research the objects in the historical context. Um, then they sign into their merge account, upload their objects, launch this object viewer app, and then using the Find My Objects, download the objects that they've just uploaded. Um, they can then create collections, add their objects to the collection, and share the object codes with each other and you as the teacher. Okay, there we go. That's a GIF of, say, Ramses searching for the 3D object, for example, on Sketchfab. Download it. And there we go. You can then show it on the 3D viewer. Okay, because you're just basically downloading the zip file of your 3D object. So then they can stamp the objects in the real world and say, record a video using Flipgrid, one of my favorite apps, and describe each artifact. The historical background, what it represents, for example, like uh, the Sphinx, for example, what where the Sphinx is, where, when the Sphinx was created, the obelix, all these things. Um, and it, it just basically creates another way that students can engage with history and engage with historical objects and also explain um, historical contexts um, around history just in a different way. Okay, so what they have to do is basically launch the Object Viewer app, find the My Objects, and load them. So, example here, we have Cleopatra. Okay, and the other application, uh, which I use quite a lot in the class, as you can see from the GIF on the left-hand side, um, is the Merge Explorer app. Um, so, what that does is it actually imports 3D models or scans real-world items, and the beauty of it, you can see from the GIF on the right-hand side, is it also allows you to use the Immersive Reader function, which is um, available in a large number of applications now for those who um, struggle with reading, for example, autistic students, or those who have English as a second language. It breaks down words. Um, this is all linked into the Merge EDU platform. And what it does actually is it breaks, and I'll show you what it looks like, and then we'll have it modeled in, the, in a few minutes' time, is it basically has a groups of teaching collections on virtual objects that can be used in any lesson. So you see there in the GIF, you have um, bugs on the left, on the right hand, no, left hand side, we have sound waves and we can't hear the music um, because it's a GIF, but what that actually does is you, the, the students can manipulate in their hands the actual animation and see what changing the frequency of the waves does to the sound, um, changing the amplitude, to the sound and this here is actually an example of a vacuum in space so what you can do is the students can actually take all the oxygen or the atmosphere out of the box and see what happens to the sound uh, for those physics teachers out there or science teachers you'll realize that well you need a medium because in space no one can hear you scream um, yeah so it's, it's just again another way that students can interact um, with with content in a more kind of hands-on on way Okay, so that's that part. I'll just show you what the actual Merge Explorer looks like because I do have the app up here and then we're going to model it. Okay, so this is actually what the Merge Explorer app looks like. I'll make it a little bit bigger on my screen. Okay, so it's it actually has instructions on how to use the Merge Explorer. Um, there are actually actually free apps out there like Galactic Explorer still on your um, your Android devices and on your iPhone devices. But you've also got applications like uh, the frog's life, the structure of matter, which actually, if we open it up, 
it actually has a series of um, animations um, there. But we're actually going to role model, uh, we're actually going to highlight uh, one of them now, once I get it out there. We're going to look at the genetic materials topic because I'm doing DNA with my students. Okay, so I'm going to stop presenting now and hopefully my doctor assistant can show you what it looks like on his merge cube uh, when we press play on here. Okay, so I'll stop sharing. So, we're not doing terraforming Earth, we're doing the, um, well, we could do terraforming Earth, but I'll try the DNA one. So if you go back, cross okay. that one. Yep. So just so we all know, I've got my iPhone connected to my laptop with the app Good. live open. Down? Yep. Down, down, yeah. Should be, there be, oh, it's a DNA one. Yeah, still going. The genetic material. There we go. Okay, so if you go roll, scroll down again, press play, and you should be able to see a chromosome once you start connecting to the merge. There we go. Okay, so now if we play around, there we go. So that's actually uh, the students can have the merge cube and they can actually interact with that chromosome there and see what it looks like. And there actually are lessons embedded in each of those units where they discuss what the chromosome is and moving to genes. The worry is a not having a good season, but they've been good in the last few weeks. <laughs> there we go. So that's, that's, that's the power of the Merge Cube. And, and the advantage also of the Merge Cube is that the students can create. It's not about consumption of resources as well. It's about creation. So they can use, again, as I said, 3D applications like Tinkercad or Clone, which is, they're both free, and they can create their own 3D models, which then they can, using the object viewer, they can then stamp onto their, or download onto the cube, and they can play around with it, which is actually quite useful if they're doing 3D printing. So they can prototype um, the object they're gonna 3D print, have a look at it first, before they print it, and then they can print it from that. Brilliant. One of the advantages. Yeah, so that's kind of what, the very basic introduction to Merge Cube. Let's do another one. Okay, please do. Yes, there's, there's a whole range. So if you press next, it might go on to the next lessons. Yeah, there we go. So it's now breaking down what a chromosome is and then breaking down to a chromatid, and it's made of DNA. So as you move through the lesson, the animation changes on the actual merge cube to actually break down the, the topic. So I'm sliding my thumb diagonally across the screen, and it's zooming in for yes. me on this object, which is awesome. So I'll just keep pushing next, shall I? Yep, yep. So that's your DNA, that's the DNA nucleotides. This is a bit obviously advanced for year nines, but I'm actually doing with year tens, so slightly. Okay, so that's your what the chromosome is, and you're breaking it down, and now it's breaking into the DNA structure itself and what that DNA is made of. So at Panama Road School, we've got six of these, which we're just getting ready to roll out with the kids. You can also oh email application there. Um, so you can also instead of using the cube, you can also just use it in the three D world, which is that anim uh, the point at the top. Shall we? Shall I do that so people can see? Yeah, see if that works. Because I've only trialed it once. Because I've had the cube. There we go. World. World. Okay. World. So you might have to move your merge cube to get a flat surface. Move the merge cube. Yeah, so you get a flat surface. No, no merge, get, get the merge cube out of the way because you need to oh. have a flat surface for the... Yeah, there we go. Yeah. All right, so tap the screen to place. There we go. 
hopefully it starts before where is it there he is oh it's a big oh, one okay <laughs> maybe not to scale but yeah there we go so it actually you're able to actually use the, the entire room can be filled because that's another wow. thing you can do because you can actually print out these merge cubes for free you could get the class to make a giant merge cube and then have all their phones looking at that one merge cube and all seeing that object at the same time. Yeah. Hope I, I hope this is conveying just how big this is. This looks like it's from my desk to the ceiling. It is, yeah, it's massive. All the nuclear zones there, yes. Wow. <laughs> There's a DNA strand going up to your and ceiling. And I can move around it. I'm actually looking at it. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the advantage also of making a giant merge cube for the students, or the students can actually make the giant merge cube as well. Yeah. Another thing you could do if you want to get creative, if you want to do textiles, um, you can actually print out the merge um, image onto a T-shirt, and that means the students can walk around and actually have the merge images on their T-shirts. Um, so Kathy Kurnawalski, um, who's in the US, that was her kind of idea. Um, so, so she went to the conference with the T-shirt, and you had the merge cube, and they could walk around and have like the whole solar system um, coming off the students' um, t-shirts. Let's let's do another one. Can we choose another? Please do. Another, yeah. Another type of. Um, so I push the X. Yep. Okay. What should we do? Oops. I'm back. Well, you have got the rest of the lessons. You can have bacteria builder, so you can then play on that and add some bacteria, or you've got viruses and things. Which I guess is, I don't know. Don't Let's stay viruses. away from viruses if we can. Let's, uh, should we choose, should we choose viruses, another one? What's a good one? What's a good one? Oh, well, there's so many. Um, there's one with sound, actually. The sound one's quite nice, if you could find that. But conservation transfer of energy, there's, oh, there's so many there. Beyond the solar system, wind and water. That's DNA yeah, again. Water and weather, is that okay. good? I've not used that one, but let's find out. Actually, that one. There we go. Oh, let's see what happens. Okay. Uh, let's don't do world. Let's do inside the inside the cube. Yeah. Okay. So scan the cube. Oh, here, here we go. go. Here we go. So oh, there's an airplane. Little airplane flies across as well. Yeah, it gives in the satellite. Yep. Yeah. Obviously, oh, it's American, so it'll be in miles. But yeah. <laughs> There we go. It's the different layers of the atmosphere. Wow. And I don't know if you can see, but down the bottom right-hand side of the screen, hope you can see that, there is the opportunity to put on, is that Google Glasses or is that, a, is that an Oculus? There's um, like a, it's a lot simpler. VR glasses. Yeah, so it's just simple. Well, yeah, it's yeah, the merge glasses. So you would have seen the merge glasses I was wearing in the... Um, my profile pic so they're very they're made of very soft materials because obviously they're dealing with kids um so they're quite squishy like the merge cube right. um and it's, it's very similar so you just put them on and then you can put the merge cube in it and the students can actually see it just as they would in the 3d glasses here we go so i'm just zooming in by Precipitation, which I think is probably going to be happening in Blenheim in about two hours' time. Yeah. Wow. Oh, look, okay. So I'll push next. 
I'll take us through the lesson, evaporation. Okay, I'll zoom in a little bit. Okay, condensation. Wow. Isn't this so much better than a textbook? Yes, yes. Okay. That's fantastic. So there are some options then. You can view it inside a device like this, mm -hmm. and then you can you can place it onto like a desk or a floor, and then it becomes big in the room and you can walk around it. Yep. Um, and then you can put on some glasses and actually be immersed into the whole process, the virtual yeah. reality, augmented reality. Help us with the terminology, Michael, for those of us that are not so familiar with so that would be all yeah, that would be augmented reality, whereas if you put on the glasses, you're totally immersed, it would be virtual reality. Okay. So I'm just simply picking up the cube, rotating it around, and just seeing these objects. Mm. That's fantastic. It is, yep. So that's, that's one aspect, the, the content, but the other aspect, of course, is student creation, which is um, another powerful aspect of it. Just, I was so excited by this, I wasn't paying too much attention. So tell us again about making our own objects to be able to do this. Yeah, so if you want to say, for example, um, have 3D artifacts that you've got and you want to upload it into onto the cube, then you, you'll be using an app like Clone. Um, so Clone allows you to just scan any, any 3D object and then that creates a, a virtual image which you can then upload to your device. And you can stamp it anywhere you like and make it as big as you like as well. So if you're talking about dinosaurs, for example, you could just scan a little plastic dinosaur, and then you can make it as big as the room and make a video talking to about this giant dinosaur behind you. What have students really enjoyed that you've done this with? What's something, one of these activities that's really captured their attention, maybe for year six to year eight, that sort of age range? Yeah, I mean, year six and year eight, it was 3D printing aspect, so they could actually prototype. They quite enjoyed the idea of seeing their models in their hands before it was actually printed. Um, they really enjoyed that part. And also, they're kind of enamored by the whole 3D thing like this, but I, I think they were also very much excited about seeing their own work in their own hands. Uh, I, just need to, I just need to tell everyone what's happening here. So I've turned on the wind. The microphone is listening to me. And now I'm going to blow onto the onto my phone. There you go. Yeah. So it's picking up the sound and turning it into ear and making yeah. it spin. Yeah. And you go to get the speed as well. How oh fast you're blowing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> wow. That's just fantastic. What about for younger kids, you know, year one to four maybe? which of these activities have been most enjoyable, maybe not making the 3D objects, but... Yeah, I think, yeah, not really making it, it was more content. So I, I think for them, well, I mean, even making the merge cubes for themselves um, rather than these. buying them, like that part, and then just using the, the simpler applications like Solar System or Mr. Body. Uh, so if you go back to Mr. Body, which is right at the start, that's kind of biology basic for a five-year-old or six-year-old. Mr. Body. Uh, Mr. Body. There this guy? Go, Mr. Mr. Body. Mr. So it's a, it's a guy. Yeah, luckily it's not that quite anatomically correct. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there wow. Yeah, there you go. So they quite enjoy that thing, little brain. 
<laughs> in his um, respiratory system and gastrointestinal system and labels everything. I'm sure yeah. Fire Carol, who runs our um, our junior school, will be looking at this going, okay, Martor Quaid, bring me those cubes. We're going to do this straight away. There you go. Wow. That's really great. We've also got um, people from around the world. We've actually got um, Bumika, who's here from Kathmandu in Nepal, who's Ooh. joining our Google Education Group New Zealand tonight. So it's lovely to see our people from Nepal joining us as well. Wow. Well, Michael, I think um, this is this is really fantastic. And I'm so glad we did this. I just want to see if if there is or are any questions um, that anybody has, and we might just stop sharing the screen, and or I will keep doing this actually because this is good fun, and um, <laughs> we'll just check the check the comments and see if there's any questions about this at all. And no this can do as well. Michael, what do you find people struggle with the most or the questions you get asked in trying to implement something like this? What's something? Yeah, I think that, that is it. Um, because there's a lot of potential pedagogical changes if you're using it more as content um, creation for the students. Um, so they can clearly see that how it can be used as a, a way as a hook. But it's also how you can actually design an entire lesson around it, because this is essentially you probably wouldn't teach a 40 minute lesson using the merge cube. Um, it's a good starter. There you go. That's the solar part, the solar system one. There we go. Um, but then how to actually implement it uh, for content creation. Um, so there's lots of questions around that um, and how that can be incorporated. I think that's what we want our learners to be creators rather than consumers. So Andrew's asked the question to get yeah, the file right. to, yep. to merge. Yep. Just export the STL file onto the, um, the application. Yep. I think Monica's, just, Monica's making a comment as well. Hmm. Okay, so bringing the objects, the B-bots, yeah. That's pretty nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Wayne. Two doc. I'm the, I'm notorious PhD. No. <laughs> well, Michael, what what I'd love to do again, just just to wrap up, is to say thank you very very much for doing this. And um, what I'm going to do now is just, would you mind to just share? share your actually i'll share my um screen that has your contact details yep. just to make sure that people can get hold of you and um, let's just do that here this has been phenomenal can you just drop in the chat if um if you found this useful because i think this has been really wonderful for me to to see different ways to do it okay so i'm just going to move move through the presentation so you've got the contact details there uh, Twitter's the only, well, Twitter's the best way to find me. Uh, that, yeah, there we go, right at the bottom. And also, if you want to follow Merge, it's uh, Merge Edu um, on Twitter as well. 
And Stephanie said I can give you prizes, so I'm not sure how we could work that out, but we'll, we'll find a way. We'll just randomly select five people. At some randomly time. select five people. Okay. You've got the, the spreadsheet, haven't you, from um, people who have signed up? We have. We have. We've got yeah. the... Um, yeah. So if we can select five people from that list and, well... Yeah, I'll find Stephanie away to, or who's in charge. She's the woman in charge of merge in the US, and we can get um, some gifts to you. That's that fantastic. Yeah. Real merge swag. Real merge swag, indeed. All right. So if we can just hold on, everyone, for just a minute, I'm going to make sure that I give you a link, and I'm going to drop it into the chat. So it'll actually appear on Facebook. It'll appear on YouTube, it'll appear on LinkedIn as well for you. I just want to drop a link into the chat that's um, created by Angela, who's on our GEG leadership team. So I'm just going to drop it into the chat. We'd love you to actually just join on with us and join our learning focus that we've got at the moment. We've got prizes, as Michael said, and we've got um, different opportunities to learn throughout this next few months coming up. So I'm just going to drop that into the chat. Would really love you all to just jump on and join our learning journey. There's a little bit of gamification. If you attend some sessions like tonight, you can get some points and there'll be some Google swag, which people will um, earn over this next couple of months as we do our gamified learning journey together with Google Education Group New Zealand. So I'm just going to put up a question from Farron. Hopefully you can see that, Michael, and answer that. Uh, no, no, it's just a plastic, mushy thing. It's the advantage of it because that's where the kids can just, yeah, knock their head against it. No worries. It's uh, it's nice and safe. No, it doesn't require special cleaning. Wonderful. So everyone, I've just put the link to our learning journey Google form. We'd love you to fill that in. Love you to join our gamified learning program that we've put on from Google Education Group New Zealand over the next couple of months. Whenever you join into a PD like this, we'd love to give you some points and then award you some prizes and some swag when we finish up as well. Um, Angela's said, "Yep, definitely. We'd love to have you on board." And we do have a range, a range of different New Zealand animals, and you can choose which one you might like to be. So I'm just going to share my screen now so you can see our Google form so that you can sign up. So let me just share that for you now. Michael, let me know if you can see our Aotearoa New Zealand learning journey. I can indeed, yep. Okay. So as you make your way through the form, just identify yourself and your organization. And we won't make your personal scores public, but we're going to have a leaderboard for the different teams. And you'll notice there's, there are some teams right here towards the bottom of the Google form. Just to let you know, I have the honor and the privilege of being a magnificent Maui dolphin. And if you'd like to join the magnificent Maui Dolphins on the journey, we'd love to have you. I'm sure the others are just as fabulous, um, but just to let you know, I'm a magnificent Maui Dolphin. So we'd love to have you join us. And make sure when you say, was who was I referred by, make sure you drop my name in there as well so that we all know where you came from. Just to wrap up, Michael, thank you so much for your time. You've had a full no day problem. of teaching. But you made up the time to come and join us this evening. So thank you so much. Not a problem. Thank you for having me. And I must join the Maui Dolphins. Woo! Yeah. Go Dolphins. Go Dolphins. And I can see in the chat Angela's promoting her powerful Pika Pika. Sounds 
sounds awesome as well. Um, but if you want to get hold of us, feel free to join the GEG Facebook group. And what I'm going to do right now is you can actually search that in Facebook to join our GEG New Zealand Facebook group. And I'll just share my screen one more time just so you can see our Facebook group and you can see what that looks like. So this is what it looks like if you're searching for Google Education Group New Zealand, GEG New Zealand, this is what it looks like. And just hit the blue button to join and then answer the questions and we can add you to that as well. We'd love to keep you up to date with professional development opportunities and help you join us as we help each other on our learning journeys. Thank you, everybody. Thanks so much for being with us. Michael, thank you. You're awesome. Everyone be safe. Stay warm. Wear a mask when you go outside. And we look forward to getting back to life as usual in New Zealand. And thank you to people from Africa, Ghana, and from Kathmandu and everyone else who's joined us this evening. Bye-bye.